0: Hey, welcome to Uncommon People once again. This is episode 19, which is a conversation between my friend Andrew Payne and I. This is a fun one, and um, as weird as it gets sometimes, I enjoyed it quite a bit. I hope you do as well. I hope you enjoy the conversation and the things that come out of it and the things that you can learn. Hope that your perspective is expanded when you listen to this because that's the goal expand people's perspectives help let's let's all learn from each other if you'd be interested in having a talk like this with me uh, let me know reach out through my website joeltimothy.co and we'll get the ball rolling and see see what's up there's all sorts of contact info there so you can reach out in the meantime this is as i said episode 19 and i hope you enjoy listening So, th- what this is right now? This is we're gonna, I'm going to welcome the audience. Welcome to the uncounted people mm-hmm. again. Yeah, it's taking a long, unexpected break. This is kind of season two, but I'm not calling it season two for formatting reasons, really. So you can think of it as season two because the last last episode came out in like May, I believe, of 2021. Real time. It is November 5th, 2021. It's my nephew's birthday, and I forgot to call my sister and brother. Well, that's awful. So I'm going to do that after we record. (laughs) (laughs) Happy birthday, Henry.
1: (laughs) Happy birthday, Henry. He's six today. Oh. Little one. Yeah. Yeah,
0: so here we are today, me and uh, Andrew Robert Parker Payne. (laughs)
1: Don't wear it out. I was sitting down <laughs> for a chat. Picked a pair of pickled peppers.
0: And I hear you know about sphincters. <laughs>
1: I do know about sphincters. All right. Um, yeah, let's go. Let's just go ahead. Um, so when you're listening to a podcast, uh, I think it's important that you learn something. Yeah. Um, so we're going to go ahead and get that out of the way so your brain can just be numbed. You don't remember the information? Shh.
0: Andrew has his phone out, which is typically kind of a no-no. I'm, I'll throw it away after the this. show. Yeah. But yeah,
1: we were we had a random um, thought. Earlier. So so go ahead, go ahead, and just uh, I'll give you a second. Take a uh, take take kind of a guess about how many how many sphincters are in the human body so you got your guess uh so let's see here the interweb says there's like what like 50 to 60 different types. types that's including like your capillary your veins and stuff i'm gonna leave those out we're just gonna go with the major ones um you are peaking a little bit okay i'll stand back a little bit all right uh so starting off we've got uh the upper esophageal sphincter um it's in your throat are and you we have read through all of them yeah, we've got your uh, lower esophageal sphincter. Um just skip this part. bottom Bottom of the esophagus, between your esophagus and your stomach. Your pyloric. Uh, that one that one's at the bottom of your stomach. The sphincter of Odi, Odi. Uh, figure that one out. Name I'm not after a doctor. The God, Odin. Yeah. No doubt. No doubt. Uh, that's that's a bile duct sphincter. <laughs> um, your ileocecal sphincter. Um that's a uh, small versus large intestine uh separation sphincter. And uh, everybody's favorite, the uh anal sphincter. The anal sphincter. So, That's yeah. Favorite. yeah, those are your those are your major body sphincters. Um I'm sure there's there's a couple others. Um
0: Do you see what I mean about the mics one of them recording much quieter?
1: Yeah, that yours
0: is significantly yeah. quieter. I don't know why, and I wonder if uh that other software would solve the yeah. issue. We're recording in GarageBand. Shout out, um, because that's all I've used up to this point. Mm-hmm. But yeah, this is uh this is fun. I've been listening to I've been listening to them recently. I, the reason I'm jumping the gun, or not jumping the gun, but I'm I'm making the jump and just getting right back to it, is because I was listening to Joey's episode mm. recently, which has been recorded since May. but it was never released oh and i was having so much fun listening to it
1: special feature yeah
0: and (laughs) i was just yeah missing doing this missing having these conversations and recording them releasing it there's something that i discovered early on about doing this is just the act of recording and publishing a conversation is enjoyable to me
1: this is fun and like you never know who's going to be listening to this. Right, right. Which is probably just our friends, but maybe think, some strangers. I think mostly, yeah, mostly my
0: friends, yeah. <laughs> um, so you're not... Uh, I If my voice at any point sounds kind of slowed, and I yeah. when I listen back to it, it usually does, it's because I just had a beer.
1: Yeah. I'm loving the lighting. A beer. I'm loving the lighting. Yeah. You're just perfectly sitting on your bald head. And... It's very metaphoric for uh, just th- the day and night cycle on our beautiful Earth. I feel like I am on the International Space Station, and I'm just I'm just looking at, looking at the I'm just looking at the I'm just looking the at the, sun. the beauty of all of God's creation on Joel's beautiful bald head. <laughs>
0: it's shaved about a week ago. Yeah, yeah.
1: So you did not have a beer. Not Tell me about that. Um so I'm actually part of a cult. Um <laughs> I I, I jest. Uh they uh <laughs> yeah. Uh so I, I kinda have more Baptist roots um growing up and uh have uh, jumped into a uh, a church that's a bit tinge charismatic, uh called Antioch and uh I do
0: Oh man, now you've named them.
1: Oh, okay. Calling him
0: out on the podcast.
1: Yeah. I hope I don't... It's going to get us demonetized. Who's,
0: who's the guy who uh, who started Antioch? You read one of his books, didn't you?
1: Our cult leader? Yeah. Uh, is it Billy? Is it Billy? I don't think it's Billy. Jimmy. Jimmy. Jimmy Seibert. That's Jimmy it. Seibert. Yeah. Our, our cult leader. We, send this we actually have a cult leader, you know, an extra prophet. Well, if
0: you don't have a leader,
1: you're all just followers. Yeah, you can't be a cult if you... Well, no, yeah. hold on. You don't have a leader. That doesn't make sense. Yeah, no, you're not you can't follow us without a leader. Yeah, you can't follow if you don't If have you a don't have a leader, you're all leaders. That I think that's what you meant to wow. say. Wow. I want to be part of a cult that doesn't have a leader. We're all just, yeah. Anyways, um no, I like to call him a cult because the some of the members can just get a little bit uh, a little bit like more spiritualist, but yeah, no, um we're doing the this year's uh fall 2021 uh to 2022 ADS class. That's uh, a Antioch discipleship school. Um and it is a uh absolutely brutal challenge that um you uh you can't drink for 10 months and no smoking and a uh, whole mess of other stuff actually.
0: Um yeah. And what's the purpose of this school?
1: It says discipleship school, so it... Right. Yeah, I think the main, the main focus is uh, how you see the, the early church spreading. And it's kind of counter to how we do it now is uh, now we think like, oh, if we want to reach large people of unbelievers, you've got to start, uh, you start with the masses, and then you break them down into smaller groups, and then you reach the individual. But what you see uh, Jesus actually does, which is much more effective is he starts with the individual, then he goes to smaller groups of people. Then he goes to the masses. And so, kind of the key is uh, realizing discipleship is the foundation of the church. That's how you reach people, and it starts on the individual basis. You've got to reach people one to one. There's not like a no, no televangelist movement's gonna gonna kickstart the church off in any in any way. It's got to be. Individual discipleship. So this teaches us not only how to be teachable, be disciples, but also how to disciple others.
0: You think we should send this to Larry?
1: To la- oh, <laughs> I'm not scared of Larry. I'm just gonna say that, <laughs> Larry. If you if you hear this, I'm not no, scared of you. I say it was such a, it was a I good, will fight a you. Good pitch for ads yeah you know, oh about. okay oh that's where we're going yeah. with that all yeah, right yeah. <laughs> minus <laughs> the cult stuff at the beginning you cut you're cutting that right so, so, <laughs> so, <laughs> there's, there's no cuts in this
0: show look at all the peeking from the,
1: from the laughter
0: so would as what you're saying that you believe that effective change starts with the person who desires the change.
1: I mean, that's kind of a more beautiful way of putting it. So I'm going to say yes. I'm going to say that exactly. Oh, okay, yeah, great. that's that's exactly what I said. Those are my words. Well, you, you were, <laughs> you
0: know, explaining more details that, yeah, I, that I don't know. I'm, yeah. I'm not fully initiated into...
1: You haven't ta- taken the cult indoctrination yes. class. Yeah, I haven't. <laughs> I haven't done that yet. <laughs> how are you liking it so far uh it's oh it's brutal the uh there are days when you're just like you're not only like fasting and currently in the middle of a church-wide media fast as well on top of this class so which i highly recommend oh it's so beautiful yeah stop just put down the podcast right now
0: no no podcasts don't count you can listen shut off your phone i still listen to podcasts during the fast
1: throw it in a river and uh, live in an ascetic Don't do lifestyle. That. S-
0: somebody will get it out of the river and resurrect it. And then steal all your information. If you're going to get rid of that, your phone, yeah. do, a, do a clean, system-wide wipe. Make sure, you know, it can power up and it shows the initial startup screen. Com- complete, it's fresh. Complete
1: factory reset. Yeah,
0: factory reset. And then, you know, post it to eBay. There you go. Don't throw it in the river. But it's all taking your stuff. a break from social media youtube tv shows all that one if you are a a normal american i'm gonna say i don't want (laughs) to offend anybody will probably be kind of difficult um but Uh, but two will reap incredible reward i I
1: think i don't know what to do with my hands joel oh i mean (laughs) nobody can see them you can do anything with your hands i I mean don't do do anything with your hands (laughs) but (laughs) I can't, you can't use your devices. You can use your devices. Oh, oh. Yeah. I'm talking in terms of media, no, in terms of media fast. Yeah. (laughs) Um. Anyways. So there, there's a day where it's like, I am actually fasting. So no food, no food at all. Um, uh, You're also media fasting. So it's like no social media stuff. And I think it's just healthy to stay off it anyways. Most forms, I think. I think you can use some. Some are getting pretty regulated, and like I use YouTube for for instructional stuff and such and such. Um, I've abandoned that too. But yeah, I have to get rid of YouTube even, because even today I was looking up some like uh, like prayer and worship stuff off of off of YouTube. And nah,
0: dude, you just gotta Google an article. Yeah, you gotta read it.
1: Yeah, and you have to read it, and you just. Uh, I was even doing that, and there was some there are some videos that just make me want to wander i'm right. like i have to I have to shut off the app it's yeah. gonna get me to break my media fast i have an obligation because i said i'm gonna do it if you say you're gonna do something you always do it right be true
0: your yes be yes and you no, be no.
1: yeah for those do not walk to the rider there to the right or to the left <laughs> Uh
0: there's probably a fair few of the listeners of this podcast. They're probably all, yeah, yeah. all Christians.
1: I would like what? to think that you have some underground listeners that's like you've got like ten thousand followers just in some weird state like Iowa. No, so. I <laughs> can see exactly how many people listen. <laughs> Beautiful. And there's not ten thousand. <laughs> Boy. So you maybe one you
0: you're finding the media fast specifically as beneficial?
1: yeah yeah so yeah you've got a day it's like okay i'm not eating food i'm not doing any social media not playing video games you can't watch tv uh you're not uh can't have a can't have a drink can't have a cigar um so you're looking at like i'm gonna am i gonna practice my instruments Am i gonna read i can go work out or i can just like pray
0: (laughs) some other thing that is actually beneficial to me as a human being yeah just it's amazing you take away you you just make the rule that you cannot indulge in media or entertainment and suddenly everything you're left with is actually good for you
1: It it gets you to examine very quickly like
0: not necessarily everything
1: yeah but but Taking away like all your all your pleasures, you know. It's people people are pretty critical about the Bible. They're like, "Oh, you're not like that." Doesn't sound like any fun. You got John ten ten. He's saying, "I came that you may have life to the fullest." I'm like, I I think it's different. I think there's in philosophy there's the ideas of greater goods. So you've got you've got degrees of things that are good. So it's like okay. Uh you're like, well eating a cookie that might be pretty good. But like maybe a greater good is like having a feast. Like that's kinda better than just eating a single cookie. Or like having a having a Hershey's kiss. That that's that's pretty good, but having like a gourmet chocolate bar.
0: I thought you'd say having an actual kiss.
1: Oh <laughs> no. <laughs> gourmet, ooh. Sounds so sexy. Having like a gourmet chocolate bar, though, like that's a greater good. And so I think, I think God kind of, he, he sees so much of a bigger picture than we do. So I think, uh, the rules He lines out uh, restrict us in terms of short-term satisfaction because the long-term satisfaction from the greater goods that come as a result of following some of the wisdom He lines out are they're they're just greater goods they're it's just it's more satisfying it's more beneficial for you in the long run like
0: and i would also add that short and long are very relative terms so i think even in in a day-by-day kind of setting the benefits of what we're talking about are noticeable so as an example, I got home from work um, Tuesday, a few, three days ago. That was the day you came over.
1: I don't remember. I don't remember what I did it yesterday. It was Tuesday. Yeah.
0: Um, And I sat down on the couch. I think I, I like washed my face, went to the bathroom stuff. And then I came in the living room, sat on the couch. And I thought, hmm, I don't want to play a video game. Yeah, I could go for that right now. That was the impulse I had. Yeah. Finishing my work day, getting home, not really having anything I needed to do, I didn't have obligations. I don't have photos to work on right now. And I thought I I kind of want to play a video game. That was an impulse. Yeah. But I said, "Well, I'm I'm on a media fast. Can't, can't do can't that." that.
1: No. Nope.
0: Can't watch TV. Can't watch TV. I guess I'll just talk to God <laughs> and listen to music okay. on my beautiful new old german speakers so such beautiful Beautiful new old german speakers (laughs) (laughs) and and within probably an hour of sitting and just listening to music because it's literally i i literally got my blanket sat on the couch yeah put music on and listened to it and just sat there and and talked to god a bit and thought and you know meditated on some things
1: then i came over yeah
0: but I was sitting there and realizing how much more satisfied I felt over how I know that I feel when I indulge in something like a video game. That, that was my experience. Even in the short term, it, there, we're looking at in this scenario, the short term is as soon as I start doing something and the long term is by the time I would normally finish that thing, which is maybe an hour. I, I don't play video games for much more than an hour typically. That's kind of a mark where I start to feel like I'm wasting my time. Um the, the immediate satisfaction of starting to play a video game, it's enjoyable. I, I like to play some video games. I'm a big fan of Metal Gear Solid. That's what I would have been yeah. playing.
1: Good old shoot 'em ups. Yeah.
0: And yet knowing how that makes me feel to play that, and then sitting there just listening to music without any other stimuli around, I felt so much better about my day than if I had played a video game. So that's an it example is, of me me saying short-term, long-term benefits do outweigh short-term. Yeah. But even in the short term, I think a lot of the time we overestimate so, how valuable a lot of our experiences are.
1: Oh, so much. Oh, and like... That day, I came over that day, too, and that had been a fasting day, and that had been a particularly difficult day for me because, like, I just, oh, I wanted, I didn't just want one thing. I didn't just want, like, food because I'm not eating, but I'm like, oh, I want a beer and a cigar, and I want to, oh, I want everything. Um, And uh, and I come over because I'm like, I just need to be watched right now. I was like held accountable in some sense or else I'm just going to lose my mind. And some part of that is like, at some point of that experience, I felt like almost high, like euphoric on just the lack of pleasures, <laughs> <laughs> the lack of chemicals in my body. <laughs> it's, a, it's a, it's a weird thing to say, but like I like such a, such a simple thing of like cutting out any, any bit of like, dopamine response in your body that you could possibly have in a day and then just something simple just like listening to, to some beautiful music some speakers was like, it was just an incredible incredible experience
0: yeah i think we we've trained ourselves for the most part to accept lesser pleasures but because they're normal the the Scale goes down. And so, even though it might be the high end of a lesser pleasure, like playing a video game, when I compare it to something that touches a much deeper part of myself, it's immediately noticeable how different it is. Does that make sense? Yeah. The way I worded that.
1: I'm going to go off the rails a little bit. So, the other day, I was thinking about sex as it relates to a chocolate bar yeah <laughs> elaborate please um, i didn't know
0: chocolate bars did that kind of thing
1: so yeah. where do you think all that chocolate comes from joel <laughs> <laughs> um so uh, sex as it relates to a chocolate bar if somebody somebody were to ask me about like a Hot button ish topic in terms of uh, you know, faith like, all right, premarital sex, yeah, we're gonna let's go there, let's just go straight to the hard stuff now, Joel. Yeah, um, so my word is say, like, okay, well, that part of the Christian life does not sound fun because I can go out and go ho around and have a whole lot of fun really fast, and uh, yeah, that's probably really enjoyable, honestly. I'm not gonna lie. Um, that I
0: encourage honesty on this podcast,
1: yeah. That I mean that sounds like it would be a really great time, however, uh think about like a chocolate bar think about let's say let's say you have your your gourmet chocolate bar you've got like your really nice like european whatever chocolate you sure get yeah, I don't know what that is, but sure um german now let let's say let's say let's think about let's think about uh two types of people you've got the guy that lives in a mansion and has an entire pantry of these chocolate bars. He gets to eat them whenever he wants all day long. Okay. He he gets that. He gets so much that he's just sick of it. All right.
0: Sounds like a, a daydream of a small child.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um okay, now let's look at another guy. Let's say this guy, he he has been He's taken the time and patience to do his research. He has never had chocolate in his life. He's never had he's never had any sort of candy in his life. He uh, travels the world and explores all sorts of places and takes his time on making the the perfect decision on the most enjoyable chocolate bar he will ever find. And when he finally comes across it he's been waiting for years and years and years for this chocolate bar. He finally comes across it and then he unwraps it and finally takes a bite. How much do you think that man is enjoying that chocolate bar in that moment as opposed to the the other gentleman that can have that cho- does does have that chocolate bar like every day.
0: Huh. I like that.
1: I'm so now let's talk more about in, sex. <laughs> I'm trying to get into the habit of asking
0: my coworkers what they're thankful for. Yeah. Some people are really annoyed by that question. If you are, um, I'm sorry. But there's lots of things to be thankful for. I'm not sorry, actually. I'll yeah. continue asking the question. But I'm getting into the habit of asking that question to my coworkers again. And um, I did that a day or two ago and had the question returned to me. And I thought for a moment. And I said... I'm thankful for good storytellers. Mm. And I like that story that you just told. Thank you. Because there's so much, sometimes it's so much more effective and enjoyable um, to communicate an idea or a point by telling a story.
1: Everybody knows chocolate. Yeah. Not everybody knows sex. Right. Yeah. So you can relate to one.
0: That's <laughs> not necessarily both. Yeah. So it makes it, and if you can relate to both, you understand the analogy even more.
1: And I, I feel that I, I would hope that if there is, if there is a non-believer, uh, I'm not necessarily trying to convert a non-believer listener, but like some understanding in that respect. Like, I imagine that would make sense. Like, that's a that's thing that makes sense. So if you yeah. relate it to something else, it's like, it's not that we're not enjoying life. It's that we believe that there is a better way to enjoy life, mm-hmm. an even more pleasurable life. And by following this philosophy and doing it correctly, not like cultural Christianity, but like the way it's actually written now, that you read for your own self, like, I do think that's achievable.
0: Have you always thought this way?
1: <laughs> uh, for most of my, actually, yeah, for most of my life. Um, yeah. I mean, there's, there's actually been times when my, I mean, Christianity is a journey. Right. Yeah. It's, I agree with that. There's so many ups and downs. There's so many twists and turns in your thinking and your way of viewing it. And then at some point you land at a place where you're like i have it all figured out it all makes sense and then it's all wrong (laughs) every bit of what you thought was wrong (laughs) and then and then you have to reevaluate you get stumped you get humbled you get i mean you get your whole world flipped on you three four five times i know
0: you said humbled but it sounded like humbled
1: (laughs) humbled Humble sk- humbled, humbled skin? <laughs> no rubble rumble siltskin. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I like I know you said humbled, but I liked humpled. the thought that you said humbled. Humpled. Sometimes Humble- you Humble- life's going great. Humble and, puff. And then you get, <laughs> and then you get humpled.
1: I'm part of Gribbledore. <laughs> I feel like getting humpled. <laughs> Slipper in. <laughs> <laughs> what was the last one? I feel like Ravenclob.
0: Oh, my goodness. The image that comes to my mind of what getting humbled is, is like if somebody bundles you into a rug and then humps you.
1: (laughs) My... (laughs) So, obviously,
0: obviously both of us are Christians, but this is not a normal Christian (laughs) podcast.
1: The the image of my mind (laughs) that I have right now is so beautiful. It's of Olivia Corr. Oh, I would yeah. I would hope because she was interviewed for this podcast previously that she would just continuously listen to future podcasts. I don't think she will.
0: Depending on what you're about to say, I'll I'll recommend she listen to this
1: one. Um oh gosh. Uh, <laughs> but I think the the funniest part about that to me is just her listening to all this and being like, "Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. Humpled." <laughs> And, like, her jaw just dropping and her just listening in horror as we describe what we think Humpel looks like. I feel like. like she'll laugh quite a bit. Yeah. I think she would enjoy this part I think of the conversation. Th- I hey, think Liv. It's, we're, like, four, five days. Five days in a no-nut November. So, um, yeah. Uh, I've actually been going for a couple months, but <laughs> it's been a good time for me. But, uh, yeah, yeah. I do believe that that is going to influence some of this. So yeah, I'm I'm gonna be thinking about humbled quite a bit.
0: Yeah, just, the rug thing.
1: Yeah, just getting rolled up, bundled up in a rug, and,
0: and I was also in my head. It was really it was an image within Hogwarts.
1: <laughs> Somebody,
0: some bully from from Slytherin has grabbed, you know, some some poor Hufflepuff.
1: Are we making a movie right like here? Like a, are we about a the fifth r- year <laughs> Slytherin <laughs> fifth and a second year hufflepuff,
0: <laughs> and bundle them into a rug and just, and just you know going at it. Going at it.
1: We could make a movie, but it doesn't show. It's actually like rated PG.
0: <laughs> I mean, there's it's a way a, to make it pretty comical, you know.
1: Yeah, it's all very, it's all very soft core, I guess. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I still don't approve of that word. <laughs> We should move on. Yeah, well, let's move on.
0: <laughs> so you worked today.
1: Uh, that's what you call it. What do you do, Andrew? Oh boy, um, I'm a drug dealer. <laughs> nice. Um, yeah. So uh, that has its ins and outs. You do have to hide from the MCT? police every you now. No, um,
0: that's not a drug.
1: The. Uh, I'm a legal drug dealer, so I do I do clinical research. So, uh, no, I'm not part of big pharmaceutical companies, uh, big pharma. Um, There's a lot of talk
0: about big pharma these days. Yeah, a lot of
1: talk about big pharma. But um, moving on. Most people love them, uh, so I've heard. Uh, anyways, uh, yeah, I am trying to take them down. I hope they don't listen to this. Uh, <laughs> Got to take them down from the inside. Right, Yeah. of course. They're That's- paying me, so... Technically, the money I get... we're So, our clinic, we're contracted by uh, big pharma companies, and um, they give us, I don't even know how much money, and I don't want to know how much money, but they give us uh, obscene amounts of monies, uh, monies to run various tests on people who they also pay obscene amounts of monies. Um, there's only so much I can describe about our current study, but it is for a... Uh, an antidepressant that is experimental and we are trying to make sure that um you can't get high from it that it that it will make you not depressed but also not make you high
0: are you allowed to even say that
1: yeah yeah i haven't said the name of the drug okay so um yeah so uh i can't really tell you much about the study design but it is fun because we have to test it against other drugs that will make you high uh such as uh, ketamine so we get to inject people with uh ketamine (laughs) who have volunteered for this (laughs) they volunteered they are i
0: assume everything they're going to undergo has been disclosed to them
1: oh the informed consent forms i mean they've got all sorts of stuff um so yeah they know what they're signing up for they have to it's actually a very specific type of person. They have to be uh, recreational drug users. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Uh, it's just part of the study. Coffee doesn't count, I assume. No, part of the study designs. So Why? They... Um, I'm not sure what I'm legally allowed to disclose <laughs> right here, so I'm uh, I'm not going to say too We're, much. We
0: still have the, th- the threshold of being able to admit what kind of a drug caffeine is
1: yeah oh, oh. <laughs> um anyways yeah no so uh i get to get people high uh legally that want to be be high um and that is a ton of fun or they get large amounts of antidepressants so Man. Uh, yep so, so
0: what what made you want to do this job
1: uh, I just found it. I had never thought of research. I thought being kind of stuck in a lab would be kinda of boring and I actually wanted to be really hands-on med field and got my biology degree and tried for med school and uh actually just barely missed med school. If I would have got the interview, man, I could I'd be in right now. I can rock an interview, but no, I got all the way to the secondary apps, got shut down there and uh, went to EMT firefighting, uh, which was a whole thing in itself. Uh, did not enjoy the firefighting part. just wasn't for me. Uh, liked the EMS stuff, um, ended up quitting that. And then after about a month of just digging down and actually trying to figure out what's my passion, what do I want to do? What sounds fun? Actually just having a lot of fun looking for jobs. That, I never realized how much fun it was. When you know how to look for jobs, so you decided to become a job applier. Yeah, yeah, that's what I did. I wasn't unemployed. I was a job <laughs> Um That's. <laughs> I'm not, I'm, <laughs> I'm not I'm, employed. I'm, a job I'm
0: employed by the search for employment. <laughs> employed in homeless the man. Search. <laughs> yeah. I've
1: got. I've got a job. It's called in between jobs. It's called called looking for looking on Indeed. <laughs> Professionally. <laughs>
0: I'm a professional indeed
1: searcher. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so uh, after about a month of like just having a lot of fun, taking significant amounts of time in my day to just dig down and find out, like, okay, I'm kind of at an impasse here. Um, I could waste a ton of time and money that I don't have uh, trying to get back to med school or going to grad school or something, but I have a degree and I want to make some money and stop being broke, so let's let's look around and... I found a clinical research assistant position and I was like, that sounds interesting. And um, I applied for it and I had, I had a good handful of interviews that week. And so this one was one that was like the least, the job description online didn't have a lot on it. And this was probably the one I was least prepared for. Uh, I go in the interview and I was like, Oh, the things you just described, I get to do medical something or other i get to use my science knowledge i can work in a lab i could work in the pharmacy i could get to put needles on in people and do blood and ivs i get to do vitals and such and such like i could use all of my knowledge uh, um and it benefits people not only in the short term but also in the long term um and i was like this is this is great. this is actually what I want to do with my life. Um, and so, uh yeah, they saw my immediate enthusiasm for the job and got that second interview and killed it again and
0: and then I prayed over yeah. you, and because I'm such a good christian
1: uh, God you blesses job. God blesses only Joel's prayers. I prayed for Joel that he would pray my request so that God would listen to him and answer mine, and I did, and that's true.
0: it's because I phrased it as a demand. That's how you have to talk to God.
1: (laughs) I'm not leaving until I get my money. (laughs) So you've been enjoying it so far? (laughs) Yeah, no, I love my job. That's great. Um, Yeah, so if I had to explain to a five-year-old, I am a legal drug dealer
0: would you really is is that an effect i feel like that would pose a lot I'm of problems not allowed within when, 500
1: yards of a school yeah or playground yeah like yeah. they would
0: tell their parents oh yeah andrew was talking what does he do he's a drug dealer
1: yeah uh, people don't let me talk to their kids um you know? I'm, I'm not good with kids i don't plan on having kids so no no there's too many people I might have eight. Uh, pr- oh, I say that. I say that. A pretty girl comes along. She's like, hey, I want to have a kid. I'll be like, okay. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> Try to stop at one, though.
0: <laughs> There's ways to ensure you don't have any.
1: It, yes. I don't want to get a vasectomy.
0: <laughs> I actually, so I learned a little bit about vasectomies. Um Couple of years ago, because I do have a friend who had a vasectomy. Oh, it, it, um, enlighten me. For one thing, I thought it was a one and done thing. Is it not? And it's not. You have to go
1: in like you have to go in times? and get checked
0: and make sure everything's still doing uh, what it's supposed to do. It kind of defeats the purpose for me. Of, I, I I'm, I have this thing about maintenance, right? Yeah, I don't like. To have to upkeep things, I like things that work and keep working without me having to make them work.
1: Like a penis. <laughs> can I yeah, say, it, can it, I say it, that? Sure, you can say whatever you want.
0: <laughs> I don't have to mark it as explicit unless we swear. Okay. Well, All I right. don't know. I feel like if if we were if we were
1: explicit about something, maybe no. Could, this is purely educational. But no, this is yeah. This is educational.
0: we we're, we're talking about anatomy and. Except, both control the the rug
1: thing <laughs> the rug, the, we might have to humbling humble, humble, was humbling. was it graphic enough to warrant an explicit rating all right uh, <laughs> but anyway to it, it's
0: like it requires more involvement medically than just you go in once you have the operation now you never have to do it again and you know you cannot have children it's not that simple Uh which is a shame to me. Yeah. I'm not somebody who wants that to do that. I, w- I will probably have a fair few children if, if um, I'm
1: able. Yeah. But. I'm Cain.
0: you you Cain?
1: Better watch out. <laughs> what? You said if I'm able. I said if I'm Cain. <laughs> I still don't get it. Cain uh, and Abel. Oh. Oh. Genesis, if i am a like, b chapter. l
0: e yeah see i was thinking the hebrew his, his name was hevel
1: you know i'm not as smart as you joel and you don't have to point that out to me <laughs> no no, 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 no. <laughs> anyway i don't plan on getting a vasectomy all right
0: we're you, 42 minutes in
1: you just yeah you just taught a medical and professional something yeah so
0: you don't deal in that Area, no U-
1: urology, no, or is that even you the job of a urologist? Kind of, uh, d- uh, no, dude, do, uh, no urine studies, I don't,
0: Psh, man, you're missing out.
1: Yeah, no, I'm, I'm just kidding.
0: Um,
1: no, I'm missing out. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so, you have a biology degree?
1: Uh, I pretend to, yeah, yes, <laughs> the answer is yes. <laughs>
0: How <laughs> how does it's that? It's like, on my what, resume. <laughs> what, did you plan on getting that when you was, went to university? Yes. Did yeah. you go to the U of A? Uh,
1: U of A. I I went in fully knowing, like, biology, going to be a doctor. That's the plan. Okay. Doctor Payne. Doctor Payne.
0: That would have man.
1: One hundred percent. I have. That sounds great. Busted my butt all in school, just because that sounds hilarious. It sounds great. Doctor Payne, I was firefighter Payne. Think, think,
0: think of being the little, thing thinking you become like a pediatric doctor or something. There's a little eight year old uh, boy. He's waiting. He's got and the then measles. The nurse comes in and says, "Yeah, Doctor Payne will be in to see you soon, Bailey."
1: <laughs> he's got the measles. He's dying of the measles because his mom refused to vaccinate him. <laughs> oh man, we're getting into <laughs> yeah. the dangerous waters. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, "Am I gonna be okay?" And I'm like. No, medical professionalism dictates that I don't give you false hope. No, you're not going to be okay. This is going to permanently damage your body. I'm sorry, little Billy. Man, little little Bilbert.
0: Do they teach you bedside manner when you get a biology <laughs> degree?
1: <laughs> I work with drug addicts. <laughs> those are my those are my bedside manner pa- patients. <laughs> they uh, were subjects, and not really patients. They're just they're research subjects participants participants yeah yeah you can call them subjects participants you can call them whatever you want they're getting paid to be there they don't have to be part of it if they want to right i like to mess with them because there's no amount of like trash talk you can give them that's not gonna that like is actually gonna make them upset it's just kind of funny to them huh i like to mess with how did
0: you discover that
1: Oh, i uh well <laughs> you talk to these people for about half an hour and you <laughs> you, you figure you figure out the right. the scene pretty well i like to mess with them quite a bit i'll be like all right so um your chart says snake poison how do you feel after that gallon of snake poison we put in your body i'm like the what You're like Oh, chart says don't tell patient about snake poison. Disregard. Are you feeling okay? Your heart rate's a little uh I shouldn't do that. Wow. <laughs> they 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 are not phased by anything. I uh I need to get more convincing with my stuff though.
0: So there's not everybody would uh be comfortable making light of that kind of a the joke
1: (laughs) is there do you
0: have a certain propensity for dark humor
1: oh boy i mean after you've seen dead bodies and you have handled uh not only patients but also friends and such and such with like stuff like depression and suicide um or even like done that yeah handle that personally even the uh you do just have to laugh at some things. It's right. not it is not to downplay the seriousness of any of this stuff, but I do think it's important to laugh about some of this stuff because you've you still have to find enjoyment in life and Yeah. I I think there are appropriate settings for that. There are not appropriate settings for that.
0: Yeah. Don't make death jokes at the funeral.
1: No. No, Best definitely incentive. not. But like a month after <laughs> a month. <laughs> month and a half, sorry. <laughs> I, yeah, it's gotta depend on the, on the person. I would hope I would hope people are cracking jokes at my funeral.
0: Yeah, see, exactly. It depends on the person. Yeah. If you knew if you know me, you know I'm not gonna care. Yeah. Um I have uh I know some family friends who are uh, getting up there in terms of their age. Very good friends. Huh. And I remember Don telling the story of his... Is that made-up name? His, no, that's his actual name. His name Don. His, his, his wife,
1: name. Dusk.
2: Well, Joyce. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Joyce is his wife. <laughs> but
0: Don was telling the story of his mom dying. Um, and... How she just she kept hanging on. And I think she was over a hundred at this point. Oh gosh. And for <laughs> him talking about it and saying turning to his wife, because they're they're starting they're getting to this place where they're they're planning yeah. for a death, they're planning funeral stuff and all these different things, but they're realizing that she's still not really going. <laughs> and he turns to his wife and he says Joyce what if she doesn't die in time for her funeral?
1: <laughs> and we, were, I really we already have a date yeah, plan. Yeah, I really
0: appreciated his being able to talk about it in that way. Um, he said that in the day that she died, she was in bed lying down, and uh, the doctor went and talked to her. It was I think it was the doctor who went and talked to her and kind of leaned in and asked her how she feels. And she, like, rubbed her fingers together and said something, and he couldn't quite make it out. And he, he goes to Don, he said, did you, you catch that? And Don just kind of blank-faced. He says, she said, with my fingers. You said, how do you feel? And she said, with, with my, my fingers. fingers.
1: That's hilarious. And
0: this is the day that she died. That's and up awesome. up to that point, we're still making jokes.
1: That's, like, the last, like the last thing. Like, yeah. I am at i don't I don't know this person in the slightest, but I would like to imagine that they like couldn't talk. they were just so weak and frail they couldn't talk, and the last thing they said was a sign language joke yeah and that that's pretty that's pretty legendary honestly yes.
0: yeah, that's great. I may have butchered the story, but that's the best that I can remember <sighs> so you've had i know i yeah. so Andrew and I know each other um i've
1: never seen this man in my life that'd
0: be amazing i I I haven't had anybody (laughs)
1: hostage in in the in the podcast studio
0: which is my bedroom
1: it's his bedroom i can see his bed i've been here for eight days. <laughs> eight days if you're hearing this no it's too late he's already <laughs> killed me yeah this will be released for probably like a month <laughs> he's gonna cut that part i know he's gonna cut that part <laughs> someone help anyway
0: <laughs> we've talked about some stuff you've had um some graph experiences oh boy life. do you want to go in do you want on the podcast to go into anything specific as far as oh gosh what you have uh been through i if there's something you want to share yeah and the reason being because i mentioned i'm i'm interested in the why and i'm interested in people's motivation and how they grow and i've heard a lot about you uh, from you about things that you've gone through and i know who you are now and so i can appreciate yeah. those things
1: oh that's a that's a hard question do i want all uh, 10 of my friends listening to this to know i don't i'm going to say no actually uh i think some of that some of that knowledge i some of that really really hard stuff uh I would rather people personally ask me. I don't want it to be yeah. public knowledge, right? Um, just respectfully. But yeah, no, I've 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 been through definitely my fair share of hard stuff, and it's actually really fun to talk to um, people who uh, are are in the middle of uh, depression or um, feeling suicidal. Um, and you know, there are different. You you do have to just kind of judge the situation and your term, your level of friendship. And, uh, um, but my responses are much, much more different than most people's responses. Whereas, whereas most people, you know, someone's like, you know, I, I feel like I'm going to kill myself today. Yeah. A lot of people are like, oh no. Oh, that's, oh, uh, don't do that. Um, and here I am. I'm like, Okay, how are you going to do it? <laughs> Tell me, have you written a note yet? Like, can I edit it for you? <laughs> <It's> like, <yeah. laughs> like, have you made all the necessary, like, plan Like, this is a big deal. You should, you should take some time. You got to get your assets in order. Like, can I, I can help you through this process. <laughs> and, and usually, like, that's what brings a smile to their face in the day. It's not someone pitting them. Uh, they've get enough self they've get enough pity from themselves to want it from other people but just usually uh, if
0: you're at the point to talk about it plainly you're not that interested in and people pitying you doesn't actually make much difference
1: it doesn't it doesn't do anything and you can also tell when someone talks to you that's been through it themselves and have came out on the other side you you have a different perspective, and I feel like it. It lets you, it lets you have that conversation better. And it's like, okay, you're talking about it. If you're telling me, that means you don't really want to do it. You want, you want to find some reason not to. You mm-hmm. want to find some enjoyment or fulfillment in life, and even, even have this deep, this deep down hope that there is some. You actually believe that. If you, if you're opening up to somebody about that, that means like you believe then there's just the smallest chance that they might have something to say that will change your mind about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so th- I think one of the first parts to opening that conversation is let's laugh about it. Let's bring it to the surface. Let's make it comfortable to talk about first. So it's like, someone's like, you know, I'm kind of feeling suicidal today. It's like, well, you can't leave me. <laughs> like. I- God. <laughs> I don't want to do this world alone. This world sucks. You know that. (laughs) There's no hope for any of this. Like, you better have two ropes and a big chair. (laughs) See, you're laughing. It's hilarious. It's so funny to joke about suicide.
0: (laughs) Well. It's so funny. Depends on where you're... I'm not going to say generally. No. It's a good idea. but But knowing your audience is important. And I can tell you, as somebody who has been in a place to talk about those things with you, um, I appreciate that kind of humor in the moment. Even if I'm not going to laugh out loud at those things when I'm in that state, it makes a difference to have somebody who does have a deeper understanding of what it's like to be there in such a way that it allows them to have humor in that moment. And I, that does go a
1: long way. I do think it I do think it's it is important if you're at that point too, that really how you get to that point is by being isolated. You're not talking with people, you're not opening up, you've probably lost a complete sense of community. And really the best way to get out of that is just have someone talk to you. Because if you have a naturally negative mind, then you're going to keep telling yourself lies until you internalize it and believe it. And as soon as somebody else says anything about that, like, you you can snap out of it pretty quick. You're like, oh, well, I don't have any friends and uh, nobody loves me and there's no hope and no one will care if I'm gone. And then I come around and you're like, you're you're all like, oh, I'm... I think I'm gonna kill myself today. I'll be like, yeah, do it. You don't have any friends. There's no hope. <laughs> and they're like, what the heck, man? <laughs> like, yeah, nobody loves you. <laughs> and you start to laugh at that because you're like, but I'm just telling you exactly what you just told yourself. And it's silly when it comes from the mouth of somebody else because, like, you tell your, when you tell yourself the lies, you can believe it. But when somebody else tells you lies, you're like, oh, this is ridiculous. Like how did I get to that point? How did I start telling myself that? It doesn't make any sense. So I do think uh I mean, uh if anybody hears this at any point in time, besides our ten friends, that I don't already talk to. Um I hope that I hope that part that part is helpful. I can only imagine your tagline for this. Like we discuss chocolate and uh humpling and suicide
0: <laughs> there's a chance that all three of those will be mentioned mate. yeah with a thumbnail of a picture of yeah. you playing the banjo yes it doesn't make any sense <laughs> which uh that was a first as well no, so this is also mm. we're um season two so to speak Changing some things up. You heard some new music, probably. At this point, I don't actually know what the music is going to be, because oh. I'm exploring a couple of different options, so I'm not yeah. going to tell you right now what it's going to be, but there's new music, um, and we also did photos outside before recording, which is different. Yeah, uh, I've done them before recording before but but not outside it's always been inside in this little studio environment with the backdrop you see so you can see that hook there oh that's another one on the other wall so i hang the backdrop from there and that's that blue-ish curtain that you've seen maybe in some of my photos it's all done in here normally
1: oh i feel honored to be in the same spot as other people in your dungeon yeah everybody i've like, recorded with everybody right all here. those all those people all those names some of them i know some of them i don't yeah and then just, i just mean, pretty much all of them most of them yeah i'm in the hot i'm in the same seat yeah as they were yeah
0: ah <sighs> this this the desk here the, the desk what you call this this has been moved around oh okay but bit. like, like this is here this is the seat they've sat it's in been here it's been there it's been maybe over there
1: like have you consistently sat in that spot and i've been sitting they've been all been sitting in when my spot when it's here i'm on this side yes
0: the chairs are identical so i don't know which one is
1: which. oh one. no yeah, i know you have to have you have to label your chair at least on the bottom like this is joel's chair no
0: we because we're we're sharing this experience we're one day there's no distinction between who's being interviewed and who's interviewing we are one
1: so one day when you're no. on like letterman or whatever late night show exists now i'm not a big fan of letterman i've never watched maybe letterman. Conan. conan conan's okay yeah okay so yeah or, um
0: no who's uh jimmy jimmy fallon fallon yeah, yeah. when i'm on jimmy fallon not, I like. or him. jimmy kimball no fallon
1: i like oh, Fallon. okay i do like fallon yeah he's a fun dude and yeah any day, anyways uh when you're on that one day you have to bring your own chair but you ha- don't have it labeled you don't know which one's yours so you have to bring both chairs and throughout the show, throughout the night, you have to change seats just in case you're in the wrong chair that's not your chair.
0: I was just thinking of there just being one there that's empty the whole time.
1: What are you going to say is in that chair when they ask, like, why is that? Why do you have your own chair? You, We have our own chairs. It could be anybody. I bet their chairs are better.
0: They're probably very <laughs> Is going to
1: show up and sit in this chair? Yeah. Oh. Wait, what? When you bring your second chair, yeah, is someone else going to sit in your second chair?
0: Oh, I don't know. He hasn't called me yet. Okay. I don't know if I'm allowed to bring a guest.
1: I would like to think that you get famous on like season 20. <laughs>
0: I think I think if I got famous, I would ruin my life. And so God knows that. So he's going to keep me he's from gonna, getting famous. He's
1: just going to keep you from getting famous. Yes. Yeah. We should say God a lot so that um, you don't get famous and people just really oppose this this entire podcast idea in itself.
0: I mean, Kanye's famous.
1: Oh, he, he started, he started, he got his following before he switched and now he just got him hooked. And he's like, which kind of genius. If you wanted, if you wanted God to do that sometimes, does he really? Yeah. I've never listened to Joe Rogan. No, it, Oh, it's great. I've I got, it. I've got enough friends that are just high that I can listen, <laughs> ramble.
0: <laughs> he's only high on certain episodes. I haven't actually listened to, I haven't listened to that many. Yeah. I've listened to a handful. Um and so far none of the ones I've listened to he has smoked on. As far as I know, I don't yeah. watch them, I listen to them. This is um not that though. It's a different show. This is the Joel Rogan show, which is different.
1: The Joel <laughs> Rogan you allowed to say that? Joel, you have it's just in it's just you an have a voice like butter. And now it's time for our sponsors. Uh uh Gold Butter.
0: Um <laughs> Is that that Irish butter? Yeah,
1: it's so good. I don't buy. It would be. Stuff. I would hope that you need to turn down. If anybody would ever sponsor you, you need to turn down everybody. Except butter companies, you can only be sponsored. Be, by
0: man, it'd be really hard for me to get a sponsor. Not on a po- I'm saying even podcasting. if I was at a place, yeah, even if I was at a place where companies wanted to sponsor me because they would get spo- exposure. Yeah, I don't know. Did what be, my criteria would be for allowing podcast a sponsor
1: podcast allow sponsors yeah they do that yeah absolutely so you just have to listen to i guess radios do it and such. yeah yeah okay yeah all right butter um, i'm gonna i'm gonna do an intense amount of marketing we, and like reaching out to try to get you sponsored by butter company it, it would have to be something
0: <laughs> that i actively regularly use and would buy again
1: I would like to think it goes to a ridiculous amount it's like butter butter stick deodorant like if MB
0: <laughs> if MB quote wants to sponsor me yeah. They okay. don't really exist anymore
1: <laughs> for for your, but, your old new german radio
0: Yeah if if
1: your brand new old german radio is
0: something like that <laughs> Yeah
1: happened I would accept it We should talk about that butter lip balm
0: I use lip balm from <laughs> Rhett and Link.
1: Oh, really? Yeah. Oh.
0: Do you know about them?
1: I do know about Rhett and Link.
0: Okay, so they
1: are much more famous. They have, <laughs> yes, they're
0: very famous. They have a partnership with friends of theirs in North Carolina. Yeah. Who have Where a company from. called Boot and Lady. Yeah. Yeah. And they make That's um, some... natural hair care and products and, they and beard... lip balm.
1: They've got some beard oil stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I my beard doesn't grow in full enough to justify yeah, that. I used to
0: have hair oil from them. Oh boy. If that tells you something.
1: <laughs> <laughs> my hair's gonna go. My grandpa's bald. It's your it's your mom's father is is the wives tale of where you're supposed to get your hair from. And uh yep. I
0: think my mom's dad had good hair all his life.
1: Maybe God hates you. It could be. He answers your prayers, though. So you should pray. Yeah, you could pray. You could pray about that. Yeah, just yours. No, it's too late, though. I already have decided on shaved head. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna do it at some point. It's gonna. It's starting to go. It might just be hair stress right now. Right now, it's
0: good. I think you have good oh, hair. My
1: God, it's it's coming off at of the top. I think it, I switched the direction of my hair, so I started doing like a slick back. Do you wash your hair? Yeah. With what? Water. Just water. And also shampoo and conditioner,
0: oh okay, drop the shampoo,
1: just do conditioner, just to have it be you start there, yeah, oily and
0: it'll it'll gradually decrease in
1: oiliness yeah. I gotta use up what I have though,
0: okay, use up what you have yeah. but then join the no poo movement
1: <laughs> no poo <laughs> I love That's all, what it's called, I love all the movements, I don't love all yeah. the movements, I love no, no, no. some of the movements. The creativity of
0: naming movements <laughs> the no is poo admirable. Movement. No poo movement.
1: I like the ugly food movement. Have you heard of that one? No. Uh, so in terms of um, just promoting sustainability, yeah. What you do is when you go to the supermarket, a lot of times people um, only select like the best, prettiest, biggest, brightest, uh, like piece of produce. Right. Um, and it has to be absolutely pristine, or they're not going to buy it. Um, and so a lot of times farms you've got a majority of your produce is not pristine and so you have to just toss it because people aren't going to buy it and it's perfectly good food but it'll like have a blemish or something and honestly you could just cut around it um or you could just eat it because it has no health detriments in the slightest you can eat slightly blemished food Like, spot on your potato.
0: You're slightly blemished.
1: You're slightly blemished. Get out of here. How would you feel if somebody refused to eat you? Who invited you? (laughs) Me? (laughs) You. You invited you. Um, But the idea is now people... There's a movement of people um, who legitimately might be psychopaths, but uh, they go to the grocery store and they only pick the ugly food. They leave all the good stuff. And so it encourages um less food waste and uh people will stop yeah people just will start marketing their uglier food now
0: there is a service called i should i name them maybe i will maybe they'll sponsor me it's called misfits market i believe
1: let's try to get as many sponsors as we can in this episode (laughs) inevitably a lot of people end up talking about
0: "What, what are your sponsors gonna be yeah
1: um is that a common thing Am I just a normal every scrub? No, Am uh, I talking about every uncommon people? I'm just common people, or well, uncommon people are un, all common people.
0: Un the U N is in parentheses, so it's, 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 it's optional. A play on words, it's yeah. <laughs> maybe you're common, maybe you're uncommon. You really the idea is you're both, but um, yeah. No, so there's a, a company called I believe it's called Misfits Market. I could be wrong, but it is a produce to your door service will the ship you produce that is all specifically those things things that grew into a weird shape or they look weird they have blemishes or something but they're still perfectly good yeah they're just not what walmart wants i to wish stock. a
1: woman would talk about me like this <laughs> yeah there's there's you know he looks like this and that but Still perfectly Perfectly good. good. Perfectly good. (laughs) He's very capable. Very Uh. capable.
0: And um, (laughs) (laughs) that's uh, a uh, business idea that has already been made use of. Yep. So I thought you were gonna get at something like that, not just the weird people who go to places full of totally normal-looking food. But and choose only to buy the ugly, the stuff. ugly ones. Yeah. Because how does that benefit the situation anyway? They're still buying from the same place.
1: Well, uh, what ends up happening is all the good stuff goes, and then I suppose they probably when they do go when produce. they go to restock it, somebody's like, "Oh, I want a tomato today. Oh, they're only slightly blemished tomatoes. I'm just not gonna get tomatoes today. I'm gonna make a completely different dish." Right. As opposed to like they take all the ugly stuff, and so the other people take all the pretty stuff, and then nothing gets thrown away.
0: So, some of us have to eat really ugly but delicious meals. Yes. And then some of us don't know how to cook. But when our produce is still whole on our counters or in our refrigerators, it looks pretty good.
1: Yeah, you could just watch your produce rot. In your house. You should get the ugly stuff if you're going to do that, though.
0: So that it's already pre-rotted?
1: Yeah. Typically, it's not even rot. It's just... Right. Plants have a unique ability to localize disease. So plant plants do get disease. Um, I had a whole class over plant disease. It was my least favorite class. Uh, I know way too much about plants. You Anyways, remember it, though. I do. Um, teacher was racist against white people. So uh, you can anyway yep uh so yeah um the uh plant plants actually have the unique ability to localize uh, like diseases and infections so if they do get it they can make the cells around the infection just die off and no longer be active parts of the plant and they can keep an infection or damage localized to just a part like hmm. a leaf or like just part of the stem or something or other. So uh, you could see some sort of, it could just be some sort of diseased part, but it's only on that part. It's not like the human body where it's like, oh, no, we got a virus. And now our everybody one. freak out. Oh, touchy subject. No,
0: no, no. I was saying <laughs> uh, I'm I'm the body and yeah. I'm speaking to myself. Oh,
1: yeah. Everybody. everybody yeah, you get a cold and your whole body feels whole horrible. Whole body. But if you were a plant, you get a cold, but it's just like your hand. Your yeah. hand is cold. Or like snotty or something. <laughs> <laughs> that would that, be, be really upsetting if, you, if, you, if your hand was just secreting a ton of snot and like coughing. <laughs> yeah, that would be gross.
0: <laughs> so while we're talking about sustainability in terms of produce buying, let's talk yeah. about buying used audio equipment.
1: All right. You really want to talk about those people? I'm just—I'm gonna drink some look, water. You look, go at it. If somebody,
0: <laughs> anybody who's listening to this knows that they're here to listen to my Tell voice, you. at least some part okay. of the way. Yep. And um, look, if you're interested in this podcast, you're probably interested in hearing about the people who are on it. I'm one of those people. And this look, most of you are probably not aware of this. But, and maybe you are and you haven't thought about it, people get rid of really good stuff just because they get something that they like more or because it's no longer the fashion or what have you, similar reasons to that. Sometimes that stuff's worth a lot of money. And sometimes... Yeah, you know it's it's the old phrase one man's trash is another man's treasure, you know. For me, yeah. I experienced that with audio. <laughs> <laughs> I love how you're like just leaning back, listening. I going smile. You're not even attempting to make any input.
1: No, the thought in my head currently is like, what if I just got up and started peeing with the door open, and it caught it on the mic. I, I As you're out. talking about your speakers, so you, and you you hear the toilet flush and like me wash my hands, I might
0: leave it, <laughs> but I would have the option of editing it. Out. <laughs> anyway, there's John and I. So John and I have a podcast, yeah, that's separate from this one. Yeah. Do you know about that? No. No. Okay,
1: I'll tell you about it later. Well, because <laughs> am I going to subscribe to a fourth podcast? I've never. No, it's it's
0: private. You can't subscribe to it.
1: Oh, I think it's absolutely hilarious that. I'm being featured on a podcast before I've ever listened to a single oh, podcast. Yeah. I have never listened to That's a podcast. That's worth mentioning. And now I'm going to be plugging this one probably before I listen to it. I'm probably going to market this podcast to other people having never listened to it.
0: Yeah. Thank you. Welcome. But anyway, uh, one man's trash is another man's treasure
1: or woman. Or woman. One, <laughs> or progressive.
0: <laughs> what the category of treasures that I like to indulge in and enjoy that a lot of people tend to throw away or get rid of very cheaply, perhaps, is audio equipment. John and I have mentioned this this thing on on our other podcast. John's my roommate. And we've mentioned there's a flea market we like to go to that has a booth in it, the owner of which specializes in particularly vintage audio gear, Uh, speakers, some turntables, amps, stereo receivers, that sort of thing. And as a result of knowing about this flea market, we have developed a problem (laughs)
1: <laughs> it's a problem <laughs> yeah we, it's really
0: difficult for us t- to pass by audio gear any that we really gear. like not any but we have found that we really enjoy good stereo systems
1: a obscene amount of actually i could you're making me want to start investing in audio equipment uh, i can I, help you build it up man i have zero if
0: you like sitting and listening to music you should have a good two-channel stereo system.
1: I think think I'm going to go record player, actually. I I could argue against
0: that, too. I'm not going to make an argument right now. You can enjoy your Bluetooth speakers. Yeah. You you can enjoy it. Probably not as much as I enjoy my stuff, but maybe. I don't know. I don't know who you are. Bluetooth speaker. Okay. But anyway...
1: I'm listening. I'm listening. What? I'm gonna show you a thing, and you're gonna immediately stop talking, and it's gonna make you laugh. Just okay. continue. I hope so. So,
0: there was a pair of speakers in this flea market that I saw for the first time, probably close to a year ago, and was intrigued by their design and um, their their size. Kind of they have four drivers on the front, they're tower speakers.
1: This is what I'm looking at right now. That's you. Who's that? <laughs> have you ever seen the trailer park boys no <laughs> that's uh that's Julian huh. and he's just this big old muscled up guy every in every scene he has a whiskey Coke in a rocks glass in his hand. <laughs> And he's always got the black shirt. And looking at you right now, that's all I'm like, oh, okay. you're like perched up. Like, oh, man, you look like a parallel universe, Julian.
0: Man. Anyway.
1: <laughs> okay, keep going. <laughs> so
0: I was intrigued by these speakers. I did not have the money to spend on them and didn't really need them. Yeah. I've kind of made a habit of collecting speakers for... Under a hundred dollars for a pair when I can find what I think are really good deals. And thus far, they've they've satisfied. They've scratched the itch, so to speak. Mm-hmm. I found a pair of KEF Q fifteen bookshelf speakers at a at a thrift. No, wasn't it? It's not even a thrift store, right? Potter's House is a thrift store. Sure. Yeah. I don't kind know. of a, basically a Goodwill equivalent.
1: I I don't spend money. Right. Anyway,
0: found those there, been very happy with them. Kef is a really good brand. K E F for those wondering. Look them up. And um great deal on those. So I'd been satisfied. So I have I've had speakers didn't need these ones. Had a, a really difficult time though convincing myself not to get them cuz every time I go in there I'd see them and I I just wonder about them. Yeah. And then recently as a result of making strides toward um, being in a better financial position because I really I don't like being in debt. I don't like that kind of thing, so I've made efforts to be much better with my money, and so yeah. I'm in a better position than I have been for a long time.
1: Do, do you have the app You Need Budget?
0: No, I have the app Mint. Not Mint Mobile, but Mint, which is a uh, financial tracking service through Intuit.
1: Okay, my roommate plugged you need a budget to me. I'm gonna start mm-hmm. on
0: that. Mint is great. Is I, it Mint? I, I, okay. I, I look my, at it. I do my taxes through TurboTax. Yeah. So I'm already paying for the sponsored service Sponsored by TurboTax. <laughs> yeah, sponsored by Turbo <laughs> not, TurboTax.
1: Not, I don't think we can say that legally. Um I said
0: I probably Maybe not. We're not sponsored by... I'm not sponsored by TurboTax. I'm about to
1: break some HIPAA laws on this. We're just going to go all all the way to the wall. (laughs) TurboTax won't be listening. (laughs) TurboTax. The the website. The government's already (laughs) tapped everything in this room. (laughs) Right. Exactly.
0: What was that name? Oh, I use Mint.
1: Let's take down Big Farm. Mint's good. (laughs) I can show you Mint.
0: Um, As a matter of fact, if you want to talk about finances, we can do that next because I'm intrigued by that. Yeah. Um, Anyway... I convinced myself that it would be okay to get these speakers and that I was going to do it. And I actually convinced myself then, the day that I was going to get them, to not get them, and instead ordered some lighting equipment for photos that I actually had needed for a while or been wanting for a while to be very helpful for me, that I have now, and then I talked to Andrew and was telling him about the speakers, and he said, just get them, Joel. Just buy them. Just buy them. And he, he convinced me that I should maybe do it anyway. So my shift at work got canceled unexpectedly. Yeah. So I didn't make money that day. So instead, I decided I'm going to go buy these speakers. And buy speakers. Naturally.
1: Let's not make money. Let's go spend it.
0: I went. I bought the speakers. Yeah, I brought you them did. home.
1: Yeah, you did
0: and hooked them up and here they are in my living room and they're wonderful. They so to are. give a little background on them we're going to talk about them because nobody's nobody talks about these speakers. It's it's so difficult.
1: And what he can talk about these speakers? Nobody
0: can. It's because nobody owns them. It's so difficult to find anything on these. So they when I first we took them down from the shelf. They were on a top shelf. The guy had to get a ladder and expose his butt
1: crack to actually get them. <laughs> That's how you know they're good. They get the speakers down for the shelf, You got a great value on crack that one. kills people. Remember Sponsored that. by great value. <laughs>
0: um, but anyway, the, we, we got them down. I knew the brand. I could see the brand. It was MB Quote. And so I had looked up that before and, and kind of got something from it. I don't remember what I realized from, from Googling that. But we took them down from the shelf. On the back, they say Made in Germany. And they have the the model name and such. Germany. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: And I was, so, <laughs> I was so intrigued by that because anything that says Made in Germany or Made in Japan, I'm immediately going to assume it's built to a high standard. And... I started research. I one, I hooked them up to my amp, which I brought
1: built for tough.
0: Yeah, to the flea market (laughs) so that I could test out the speakers. Yeah, and they sounded good, so I bought them. I brought them home, and I started researching and trying to figure out what are these things. And I realized something. I discovered through research one MB quote is a company that currently exists, and you can look them up. But what they are is Rockford Fosgate, which is known for making cheaper car audio, primarily. So if you look at MB Quart, that's what you're looking at, actually. Because there was a German brand called MB Quart that was started by an engineer, I believe, in the 60s in Germany. Then they hand Germany. they hand built their speakers in Germany at yeah. their factories. <laughs> and in two thousand five they were bought by Rockford Fosgate.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And through doing digging and finding different information from people on forums, I actually I found a transcription of an interview that was in German of a guy who was one of the engineers or somebody who worked for MB Quart prior to the company being bought out. I found a transcription of this interview of him talking about that whole deal. (laughs) And that's how I found the current company that exists in Germany, which split, was formed through team members from the original German company, MB Quart. They split, formed a new company with a new name in Germany.
1: I feel like I'm listening to like serious archaeological like research. I, you've it, dug up like fossils. supremely
0: you, unimportant,
1: you've, you've traveled. You've traveled to different continents. You've interviewed people. You're yeah, like, I did
0: this all from the comfort of my laptop.
1: I feel like I'm in, uh, on the History Channel right now. I'm listening to some great documentary. And you're There's like, no great
0: documentaries on the History and
1: Channel. And the... the The moral of the story is uh, you found some good speakers.
0: Do your research. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, I found out information. So basically, I knew from this information that my speakers, because they're made in Germany, for one thing, most basically, these were part of the original German company. And what I did initially before I found that one, I emailed MB Quote. and I said, I know... These speakers were made before you were bought out, but do you have any information on them? A lady got back to me. She said, we don't. That company closed their doors. They don't exist anymore. I don't have any information for you. So continued digging, found this information, found the new company, emailed them. They got back to me several days later, said, we've attached the information that you requested. Thank you. And what they sent me was a diagram or a schematic of some sort of speakers and transistors or something. I'm not an engineer. In German, too. Yeah, everything is, all the text on it is in German (laughs) if it's not numbers. (laughs) Can't read a bit of it. And also a very small brochure of some sort that shows their various speaker lines with their basic um technical information on it but i got it and i learned that my speakers were made in 2000 may have been engineered in 98 or 99 originally
1: they hold up so well too yeah and 20 years later
0: it mentions the tweeters being titanium which i had found from somebody else actually before that but i got that information yeah and it made me really happy I also realized through all of this, through various things, that I found a pair of speakers that are extremely rare. And when people have them, if they sell them, they sell them for a lot of money. A lot more than I bought them for. I don't plan on selling them because they sound wonderful.
1: You sound wonderful.
0: Thank you. Anyway, that's. That <laughs> I wonder how long it took. I didn't. I didn't eye the time signature before I started telling that. It's story. probably been a good fifteen minutes. Probably ten to fifteen speakers. minutes.
1: And the moral of that story, folks, is that um, if you too get rid of social media, you can be dummy productive and put yes. all that energy and headspace uh, towards researching uh, audio equipment.
0: I think this was actually before I gave up social
1: media. Yeah. Oh, it, it was okay.
0: Yeah, but.
1: Now that now that I can only imagine, you're gonna be looking up like your bed springs next. <laughs> there are no springs you, in my you, bed. You're gonna know like the the metal hardness of them, <laughs> the, the tensile strength. Well, well <laughs> what I
0: would like to propose is a question. Oh no. Do you, listener, fine, lovely listener, whoever you are, I know that you're fine and lovely because I believe that, of every human.
1: I'm just talking about Olivia core right now. <laughs> Actually, Emma Corr. I love you, Emma core <laughs> I hope you listen to this. We love you both. You're both wonderful. When are you going to marry me, Emma Corr? Oh,
0: wow.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> the, I would like to propose a question. Yeah. Do you enjoy what you listen to enough to sit in front of your listening device for five hours just listening to music? Ask yourself that question, or just answer the. I've asked the question already, so you can just answer it. Maybe email now my, me.
1: Now my question is: What would be the worst thing to listen to for five hours straight? Oof, on great audio equipment. I feel like we're on on the best this conversation audio conversation
0: is devolving though. Yeah. We're an hour and a half in almost.
1: I think we should cut it. You think? Hard cut right here. Bam.
0: No, no, no cuts. Oh, okay. No, I thought you meant
1: end. Yeah, end that's why I mean like cut end.
0: Have we talked? To, we I don't feel like we've discussed anything significant enough.
1: Like about my life. Oh, we yeah, we got know. through. We got through uh, like t- chocolate. There was we did. Uh, Humplin. <laughs> You're my humbling, I mean, we're also, <laughs>
0: we're kind of setting a new precedent for what this podcast can be. It doesn't oh, need there's... to be three and a half hours long.
1: Yeah, no, this is the, this is the season start. We could, okay, we could like, let's, let's just tackle, tackle we could... another serious subject. And then just end it after that. Yeah. Yeah, let's do that. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> All right. Uh, Body sphincters. We um, talked about sex. And chocolate. Chocolate. Chocolate.
0: Um suicide.
1: Chocolate. Suicide. Hmm.
0: What else did we talk about?
1: I'll I'll listen to it maybe S- eventually. Speakers. <laughs> <laughs> you talked about speakers. Yeah. I did. <laughs>
0: and that you know what I'm gonna do when we're done here?
1: I've you g you've gotta listen to your speakers. I'm gonna put some <laughs> <music> <laughs> on. We've um, had a good time here.
0: Yeah, we have had a good time.
1: Um oh gosh you're
0: a pretty good cook thank you you know about food
1: i do know about food
0: if you were gonna make a pot of chili
1: oh all right what would you put Breaking in? bringing it out again okay shout so, out to
0: scotty too scotty scotty you were mentioned earlier
1: i bet he talked about cooking
0: Ah, uh, i don't remember really? talking about cooking with him it's
1: such a big part of his life he's yeah. a phenomenal cook like that's his, i believe it that's his
0: Bread and like, butter that,
1: yeah Bread, wink, wink. <laughs> um,
0: you were mentioned earlier, okay. Scotty, because we were talking about. Let's. Andrew mentioned that you and him should take a day to make the best pot of chili in the world. Yeah, or something like that.
1: I think if we put our minds together, we can make the best pot of chili in the world. So, um, is this gonna be our? I guess this is our hot button. So let's talk about chili first off i've never made a chili but i've tried a couple different types of chili because of this uh church challenge um deal i have uh i have went to a brewtoberfest which is a local um like home brewed craft beer exposition at a catholic church uh, oh. i'm not catholic by the way um or baptist well, or charismatic for some reason
0: looking at you the way i am right now with with one eye closed glasses off yeah
1: your head looks huge oh boy
0: (laughs) i wish i could capture what his experience (laughs) is like
1: take a picture with your brain and fax (laughs) it to me i would like to think that your brain is like is like a normal like business office that has like weirdly outdated stuff even though they have so much money they're running like their laptops no we don't have any money we buy everything from church auctions i3 like (laughs) processors (laughs) anyway chili yeah okay um all right so yeah so i went to this and it it had homebrew craft beers, and I can't drink, so it's kind of like, well, I get to go and just smell beers, um, and I love beer, too. Um, I am by no means a T.O. Taylor. I love beer. I don't have bitter. T.O. Taylor? Did I say that incorrectly? T.O. Taylor? Yeah, that means like... I don't know what that is. I've never heard that. That means like you don't, uh, you don't drink. Huh. Like you're really strict, and like really just against it. Hmm. I'm not that. I think drinking is great. Uh, I think god taught mm, humans fermenting i mean wine's been in the bible since people have existed and i think there are certain things god taught man such as farming that's pretty evident um language language has been taught uh which is interesting because words are just a big part of our day-to-day life and it said that the word of god the bible his words that's what created everything around us and that's what the the word of god says that the word upholds the universe so it's thought that words currently support us um and everything that we go through so i think words are really important and it's interesting that we were taught words by god um so you've got you got words you got farming um, people say is the oldest profession. It's definitely farming. I don't know. You think you think prostitutes came about before we had food? I don't think that's true. <laughs> <laughs> Use your brains, people. Why is that ever? Why was that ever a saying? Um, <laughs> I'm sure there's a reason. People want it to be true. Yeah. Yeah. Um... But I think fermenting, I think that was part of it. And um, one of the, like the few real rituals actually outlined in the Bible is like communion, which is drinking the wine and eating the bread. Um, I'm not sure if we do it the way we're supposed to, because it kind of just says, whenever you drink, like, do so in remembrance of me. So I think, think any time you pick up a glass, I think you should just kind of give glory to God. Hmm. um rather That's than just have idea a, yeah rather than just have a set thing because i i read it and i'm like why do we just have a set time on sundays where we drink grape juice and eat a little like goldfish or whatever you know <laughs> a little wafer <laughs> it does seem kind of silly but um yeah anyways uh no i, I mean, jesus drank he drank alcohol uh if you don't believe that then um i'm not gonna call you stupid but uh just, you know, it's it's written. I I come
0: very close to calling you stupid.
1: <laughs> I mean, it's in there. Like he's on the cross, and they give him wine mixed with gall, and he turns it down not because it's wine, but because he took a sip and tasted the gall. It's
0: also a part of
1: history. Yeah, um, and yeah, I mean, he drank all the time. One of his first, mir- his yeah, one of his first miracles was making a bunch of wine for a party. <laughs> Um, so I don't think it's inherently wrong. I think uh, there's a lot of warnings towards alcoholism. Um, I think that's what the Bible gets at mostly. Is A
0: warning toward overindulgence
1: the, is different the, the than debauchery. a prohibition
0: from yeah. the thing that you indulge in.
1: So, no, I enjoy drinking. I, I don't have bitter taste buds, so beer is particularly dangerous. Um, and so yeah, I think it's important that, like, hey— I'm not giving up alcohol completely. I'm giving it up for this time in my life, so that, like, I I am actively saying that you are more important. You are number one than than my pleasures, um, or anything like my my so, small temporary satisfaction gains. Like you,
0: you're developing yeah. disciplines.
1: Yeah, it does develop a lot of discipline, even if even if you don't believe in God, like there's so much character growth in this alone. I think it's healthy and everybody should do it. Um even if you don't believe in a spiritual side of things, but
0: if you can't give something up, you probably should.
1: Yeah. So we're we're circling back around to chili now. Um so yeah. uh at this place, uh there it was also a chili cook-off contest. And so, you know, some were terrible and some were fantastic and Um, Even out of the best ones, me and my friends went, and Scotty was among them, uh, me and three other friends, and we would each get several chilies, and then we would, out of the best ones, we would, like, set aside the best ones, let each other try it, set aside the best ones of those, and so we could all, all not have to eat 50 different chilies, but collectively determine what is the best chili um and even when we determined what the best chili was i sat down and i'm like i think i could have made a better chili uh so right, let's think here if i was gonna make the perfect chili i think a quality dish uh you need quality ingredients so i think you need the beans the beans not canned i think you just you have to do it fresh hmm. Uh, okay, again, I've never made chili never done that. I've never made chili um, But I think you do the beans fresh you start out every everything you're going hardcore um, Your seasonings you've got to get you can't get great value brand you have to like you've got to get the nice stuff You have to invest in nice nice seasonings um, I'm gonna say You have to have chili powder that's part of chili. Um, I imagine. Again, I've never made chili. I, no, I've heard. I've heard that opinion as well. That it chili powder is probably belongs in chili. In integral. Um, to chili. I would use. I would use a little bit of cayenne because I think you need that spice. Um, I'm a heavy garlic person. Um, think he's actually a garlic clove. A really yeah, heavy I, one. I'm actually, yeah, I'm He like, looks kinda like imagine the Michelin man, but more flaky. I'm like three hundred pounds and flaky. Um
0: I'm a really heavy d- garlic man. Yeah. <laughs> oh,
1: <God. laughs> I'm really telepathic. He, this is no audio. I'm actually just sending these out to people as they listen. Yeah in the garlic
0: future. Garlic doesn't have a mouth.
1: Garlic has powers though. He's vampires away. Yeah. Anyways, uh it mince up some garlic, so that's going in there. Uh, I actually like to use a little bit of garlic powder on top of the minced garlic. I think the flavor seeps in, I think they have a slightly different flavor. I think it seeps in a little bit better. Um, so I like to do both. Uh, right. there needs to be some sort of sweetness to it. Uh, you can do brown sugar or honey.
0: Yeah, I typically go for honey
1: as I'd a sweetener. I love cooking with honey, um, something like sauce, saucy, I think brown sugar goes really well in it. If I'm doing something like in a pan, I, I like to do honey, like peppers or other veggies or or like meats, I like to use honey on like chicken or steak, something like that, I haven't done steak, did a lot of chicken. Um, let's see here, what flavor I'm going for, um, I did like what you did with cinnamon. So I'm I'm thinking like a sweet and spicy. So I might do some cinnamon. Uh a very toned down amount. I'm looking for a really complex flavor. So I'm probably gonna do brown sugar. I'm probably gonna do a little bit of cinnamon. But it also has to have that spice and that kick, so that's why I'm gonna have a little bit of cayenne. Um you've gotta go for um uh, oh do you think i should
0: have done less chipotles
1: no chipotles were great they, keep, they were good the but they,
0: i think they overpowered the flavor of the dish though
1: mm, i enjoyed them
0: i will say this wasn't my favorite
1: batch of chili hmm. i thought it was pretty good it was pretty good yeah it was pretty good Um uh, there's a yeah meat I, i'm getting to meat I'm getting to okay, me. still going spices with spices first. I'm still going with spices. So okay. I think you should go for uh, the cinnamon. I think pair it with uh, a little bit of cumin. Cumin can be really overpowering. So probably a little bit because um, you also have the cayenne in there. And I do think allspice. I think allspice is a very underused thing and adds such a complex flavor. And when you mix it with the right stuff, I think um, a little bit of allspice as well. Um, you're going to do... Some pepper, some ground pepper, not too crazy. Um, And then uh, you're probably going to need a bunch of salt, uh, but just do salt to taste. Just keep adding. That should probably be one of the last things you add and just keep bumping it up and tasting it as you go along.
0: Mine could have used more salt too.
1: I always like to include like a green herb um, in a lot of the stuff. Um, Like cannabis? Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> no <laughs> uh yeah so i like parsley is my favorite i mm. think for chili specifically um we'll do oregano and maybe a pinch of basil i might even leave out the basil i think go a little bit heavier on the oregano um chop up some not everybody likes chunky tomatoes
0: they have a lot of flavor in them, though. They well, do. I guess if you're using fresh tomatoes, it doesn't matter.
1: Yeah. If you're using canned
0: tomatoes, I do find stewed have more flavor to them than diced, I'm, which is I'm why I started way, putting them in there. But I'm staying I'm away from you're canned you're, everything. Yeah, everything's fresh.
1: Yeah, everything's fresh. So I would, yeah, we can go for like uh, chunk, like tomatoes cut in chunks. Um, What else goes in chili? Beans yeah we've well, the we be- talk- we're cooking we the beans, beans separate i think it would be interesting to actually cook the meat separate so cook like cook it in a pan and then add it at the end
0: oh i mean i typically i just do ground beef yeah very plain yeah And i brown it in the pan at the beginning and then i add and everything you add on it. top of it but you're suggesting cooking meat yeah. a little slower and more intentionally mm-hmm. and cooking all the veggies and beans and different yeah. things together as well letting that simmer and build up that flavor yeah. and then adding them together when they've been treated each deserving it's you know it's given its proper attention
1: the thing is if i'm going to cook the if i'm going to cook the meat separately I think I would do. I think I would do ground beef, um, and then. I have a friend who does steak. Oh, that's so he expensive. Does steak okay. when he steak makes chili. I'm too broke to do that. So ground beef is great, though. Let's go for ground beef. Um, Still beef, you know. And then bacon. I want to cook them both in butter. Okay. Because that nice Kerrygold butter, the I nice Irish I have butter. Some bacon right now, actually. Ooh, do that. But when you pour it in with the rest of the stuff, pour in all the juices. Pour in all that fat. All like the melted fat from the so? meat. Yes, that's gonna make it taste delicious. It's
0: gonna water it down quite a bit. That's gonna have that greasy kind of filmy feeling to it.
1: Or maybe just cook it in with everything, like crock pot it, and cook it in so the fat cooks into it. You want the fat in there. You yeah. want the fat in the dish because that's gonna give you such a beautiful taste and the. Just a little bit of butter. You don't need a ton of butter, but a little bit of butter makes everything better. Because I'm not talking about healthy right now. I'm talking a little like, bit of butter makes everything better. Yeah, a little bit of butter makes everything. Please sponsor us, Kerrygold. <laughs> All the way from full circle. Ireland. Yeah, full circle. Um, so, yeah, yeah. You want you want a little bit of fats. You want that sweet, spicy. Um, I always go for a complex flavor. If you have that little bit of tomatoey. Um, Part to it then yeah do some oregano because i like a I, it's gotta have a green herb green herb adds so much um himalayan pink sea salt get that grinder and then just uh, not the app grinder
0: in addition to <laughs> salt <laughs> or no you mean no that as, is that as, as the, the salt. salt yeah that's okay.
1: that is the salt um and then what all goes in a chili what is the like what is the saucy part is it like a broth i think well, it
0: depends on so you, how you, you make it. You just go so from since,
1: the you just go from the can.
0: Yeah, since for me, I'm using canned tomatoes. Yeah. There's a lot of juice in there. I also cook with a beer. I always put a beer in my That's chili why I'm with forgetting. the
1: meat. Yeah, do a little bit and of that. Beer.
0: Gives it a lot of a, a a liquid in there. Some depends on how you like your chili, though. I have a friend mm-hmm. who likes his chili so thick that you need a fork to eat it. I'm not into I, that.
1: I I like a bit of a less soupy, but maybe not like. Like it needs to be a little soupy because yeah. it's chili. Yeah, no, I want it to be. It's got to yeah, be a little, a little bit soupy. soupy. Hmm. Probably a couple types of beans. No white beans. White bean chili just was not good for I me. I
0: typically do a mixture of black and kidney beans.
1: Hmm. Yeah, I would say that's the way to go. Um, maybe some actual peppers in there too.
0: Yeah, fresh peppers would fresh be really peppers. good.
1: Fresh peppers. I'm not uh super knowledgeable on my peppers. Um, I think jalapenos are overused so maybe go for like a fresh other type of pepper maybe like an anaheim pepper or something like that
0: or serrano yeah i'm not really into honestly the jalapenos flavor
1: i'm not either i think there's so many other peppers out there and they've got such a beautiful flavor um yeah i think that's the move um do i want to add a citrus i don't think so i think i'm not gonna uh what else can i just throw in there when i cook stuff i just what do i have in the kitchen like what flavors can i add? it's a a little trial and error experiment sometimes i just do everything
0: i'm thinking from this talk honestly even just moving to fresh tomatoes Mm -hmm. just chopping up tomatoes instead of doing canned jump it up so much big difference
1: i do think so what else goes in chili they're like veggies we got we got our meats we got our meats, we got our beans. I always ask people that, but I, th- I
0: think the main ingredients are ground beef, beans, and tomatoes. Typically. You do like
1: a sweet corn.
0: I'll, I do corn as well sometimes, and I really yeah. like that, but I think that's kind of kind of fringe.
1: Okay. I think, yeah, I think you're, you're, we're stuffing up this chili yeah. quite a bit. Um, Man, we need to have a chili day. Oh, could, yeah. I get, me, you, and Scotty yeah. we will get together and we'll make the world's best chili because he's got some ideas. I don't know what the base, like the liquidish base for a chili is supposed to be. It's probably some t- sort of broth, if I imagine, if you were to do it outside of the can. Or maybe they do like some sort of tomato sauce or puree know. or something. We might need an immersion blender for this. Like a jackhammer or... <laughs> I don't know. Just what tools? Yeah. What tools can we add to so this? So, how
0: long of a day are we talking? What's prep time on this? You think?
1: Uh, I mean, if we have three people prepping stuff and chopping stuff up, I can't imagine it would take us too terribly long. Um, you do need a master seasoner to, as one person is designated to add the seasonings, so they can keep account of what right. does go in this. I'm, I'm a, I'm a scientist first and foremost, uh, and a medical unprofessional, so I like to, uh, I like to be very systematic. And everything. Um, so I think I think that's important for cooking, is you gotta we gotta stay objective. We have to remember what goes into it, and right. in what amounts. Like oh, I already
0: put the cumin in there.
1: Yeah, like you can't have multiple people putting the. Se- right. You have to have season master. <laughs> right. And Scotty has previously complimented my my palate for specifically just seasonings. Okay. As in, like I can, I know the smell. I know the taste. And I can I can pretty well season stuff. I need to, I need to use allspice more. Maybe allspice would be be inappropriate with this.
0: What is allspice?
1: It's, it's just the type of spice. You can use it in like. Oftentimes, you find like a. Uh, and that's what it's called. It's called. It's called allspice. allspice. Yeah.
0: A L L.
1: Spice. Yes. One word. Very undervalued. Um, you can uh I've, I've used it in like a jamaican jerk chicken recipe that takes me like probably about two hours to make because i'm chopping up stuff and that's where i've actually used other peppers i think i used anaheim peppers you're supposed to use a different type of pepper i can't find it at walmart so i'm not going to bother going to an actual <laughs> fancy fancier store with real peppers um so i just use those and it tastes so fantastic and it's a combination of um allspice is it's either allspice and cumin or allspice and cinnamon it might be allspice and cinnamon and cumin maybe but the combinations of those just give it such a lovely freaking flavor that makes the jamaican jerk flavor um so it's very interesting typically you'll find it if you get like pumpkin pie spice or apple pie spice to make a pie and you read what the blend of spices on the back is. It'll be like nutmeg, gross cinnamon, oh, and it'll oh, have all spices. And so, you know the flavor. It's in your, like, fall pies. Right. Um, It's just in, like, small amounts because it can get to be a lot.
0: How did you get into cooking?
1: Ooh, that's a good one. Um. Uh, families, you're Italian. I'm my family's uh, they're they're pretty Italian. At least on my mom's side, the mom's side is the one I identify with. Um, can't say I really had a dad, uh, but the like my grandma, who's the biggest influence on my life. She's half Italian. Um, my mom, a fourth Italian. That makes me an eighth. Um, but with my grandma being a fourth, uh, not a fourth, uh, half Italian, uh, oh dang, the spaghetti. Oh boy. Like I can't, I, I cannot go out to a restaurant and ever order spaghetti cause it will not be anywhere close to as good.
0: Have you had spaghetti here? You've had spaghetti here.
1: Have I? Yeah. Oh, I, I have.
0: So.
1: I'm not going to diss your spaghetti. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so it was it was good. So sp- it was good spaghetti. To- you you went for a different taste right. than what I go yeah. for, yeah.
0: you used to home cooked meals though.
1: Yes. It was from that. I never I dabbled in cooking when uh, kind of later high school I was trying to put on significant amount of muscle from like wrestling and such and such. And so and you can just tell your parents to buy whatever when you live at home. Uh, <laughs> and you're in high school. Try but, it must be nice. <laughs> um and so yeah, I was I was like, oh, well, all the good bodybuilders, the, you got to learn to cook for yourself. And so I learned to make some basic dishes, um, very very basic stuff. I wish I'd learned from my mom more, and my grandma. But surprisingly enough, most of my cooking experience I started doing on my own in college. Cause you're like, well, I don't have the money to eat out all, every day. Some people have that, great for them, uh. but uh, for the rest they of us... They don't learn how to cook, though. Yeah, no, for the rest of us, um, it's so much cheaper to learn how to cook, and you can prep for yourself, and that's where I learned all my cooking, and through so, so much trial and error, and looking at videos, and a um, lot of Pinterest recipes. You'll find that Pinterest recipes are very hit or miss but once you get the hang of like what tastes good what worked you look up one and then you alter it so uh yeah pinterest
0: also a note for people in college just know you're not actually saving money by eating ramen every day
1: But enlighten me ramen, oh, co- maybe, ramen costs you like dirt nothing
0: maybe i'm wrong you're not saving money by buying pre-made meals. I'll say that. yeah, most of them. Well, and maybe you are, but you're also literally just eating sodium and noodles. So I recommend you know go a different route you You can eat well for little very cheap if you if you just are creative and you actually try to to learn basics of cooking.
1: Get your like whole grain noodles. Pasta is super cheap. Go whole grain and it's healthier. You can get your grains in and you can fill yourself up really, really well. You can do my bread and butter is uh, sweet potatoes. Ooh! You can do. I've learned all the ways to cook a sweet potato. You, you should can come it,
0: over here and cook sweet potatoes sometime because I'm a big fan.
1: Yeah, you make it sweet. You make it savory. You can go to Walmart. Good old Walmart. Uh, save money. No, I'm just, <laughs> Um, but yeah, you can go to Walmart, you can get yourself like a $50 air fryer just for personal use for like one person, take a sweet potato, uh, chop it up in like little, either little chunks or wedges or like fry shaped and then, uh, air fry them and you've got sweet potato fries and they're delicious and they're super healthy. Um, you didn't even use any oil cause you air fried them and that's fantastic. Super, super cheap. Sweet potato costs like a buck and it's a whole meal right there. So instead of going out and you're spending 15 20 you went to walmart bought a sweet potato and i had a whole meal super nutritious for like a buck so i mean if you want to save money live better yeah and if you if sweet you, potatoes that's how you get on that seasoning that seasoning kick because it's true like, you switch up your seasonings and you're eating a different meal, but it's still sweet potatoes every yeah. single day. Also, most oh. of
0: the time, if if you're buying... If you pull a vegetable out of the ground in a garden, yeah. it's probably going to be great on its own. If you buy produce at a grocery store, at a supermarket, you're probably going to want to add something to it.
1: it the mass-produced stuff, uh, if you have the money and you actually... Have an enjoyment for food, like a real enjoyment for food. I do recommend going to like a local co-op or like your your more natural food stores, mm-hmm. such and such, or it makes some such a difference. Places even like local farms. Do your like um, your weekend farmers markets and or like pull over for stands on the road. Not only are you supporting local businesses during a time when they needed to be supported, especially, especially pandemic time. But also the, the quality is so much better. I just shell Did out. Did I tell you about you those the, carrots? I had one of those carrots. I thought. Maybe. Oh, no, I had one of Daniel's carrots. It was okay. a farmer's market carrot. Though. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Then you know. Oh, my gosh. It's so good. It's
0: like it's a different vegetable. It, it, my roommate brought home carrots from the farmer's market.
1: It's not soapy
0: and i chopped them up actually and put them in soup yeah and even in soup every time i would get a bite of that carrot in there i was just amazed at how flavorful it was it really it could have been it's close enough to being a different vegetable than what
1: i'm used to buying at walmart the uh, so much flavor because the Walmart the Walmart carrots, and they look
0: compared to the ones you do get at the supermarket they looked anemic they look yeah. small yeah they're blemished they're deformed looking and they don't look as as uniform and factory produced but oh my gosh do they taste good
1: so uh, uh, a, a little bit of a word on on our modern day food uh, we have made incredible advances in science in order to feed everybody. Currently, um, the year 2021, with how much food we have currently and how many people we have on this planet, um, we have enough food to feed every single person on the planet very well. Um, The problem lies within politics and distribution, um, where uh, that's, that's the reason people are starving, is because just... Distribution and politics. Not food isn't grown everywhere in the world. You can't grow food in the desert, or you can't grow a bunch of food in the desert. Um, just like I can't plant a lemon tree in Arkansas and expect it to do super well, or an orange tree or just some citrus. Um, the so not a, not everything grows everywhere, but also politics are just kind of nasty. If you're at war with the place, you're not gonna give them all your food um but i believe the year is 2050 that will change so we won't have enough food if the rate of food production growth stays the same and the human population expected growth curve stays the same which it probably will um then by 2050 we're said to have met our new carrying capacity for the earth. That being said, we'll probably figure something out that will make that. You should
0: probably different. start caring more about sharing. Yeah. Now.
1: I love people such and such. Be mm-hmm. su- be sustainable. You know, I I like to eat meat, but buy it, used speakers. <clears throat> use speakers, go flea market, support local business. Yeah. Um eat more veggies. Because feeding those vegetables to like chickens, cows, such and such, it, it doesn't, uh, there's like a feed to mass conversion ratio, uh, with chicken, it's pretty good, but with beef, it's pretty awful. Um, and so it takes a lot, a lot of vegetables. You could just eat yourself to put that much meat on a cow. Uh, so let's say it took like huh it, let's say it took like 15 pounds of veggies to put 1 pound of meat on a cow. If you were to just eat those 15 pounds yourself, <laughs> then you would be saving a whole lot of food. Um there'd be a lot less food waste. So I do recommend taking like a day a day to be vegetarian out of your week. Just do a day or even just fast a day. Incredible discipline, you learn a lot about yourself and you probably eat too much, anyways. If you're living in America, uh, everyone can everyone can stand to lose a little bit of weight. You
0: probably eat too much.
1: So yeah, pick a day out of the week and just don't eat food. It's great. It saves money. I'm gonna
0: I'm gonna excerpt you yeah. saying you probably eat too much, anyways, and just yeah. put it at the end of the podcast.
1: Great. You probably <laughs> just at the end. just take that out. Uh, oh, where was I going with? Oh yeah, yeah. So, um, the great thing about this is that we've genetically modified food and it's not something people necessarily wanted to do it was we have a problem we have a bunch of people we need to keep price of food low and we need to keep people fed um, because people are having a lot of babies so this is a tool to that we use to solve a problem now um, it's not a perfect tool in that the general trend is that our food is getting less flavorful. We can make our food bigger and last longer and more pristine and more uniform, um, But and grow more food and have it be less susceptible to disease. We have less food waste. So it does a great number of things, and there's nothing in all of science um, as of right now that shows any detrimental health effects to... I'm genetically modifying it. It is pretty close um, to normal food. Um, you just change some of the characteristics. So it basically acts on the body the same way the unmodified food does. Um, however, you just don't get all that flavor. So when you go to like the local farms that Aren't using like the biggest, craziest um, factory farming techniques, and you get that like smaller, kind of like misshapen, like that's that food. That's the quality, that's a quality tasting food. You don't get quite as much, but oh, oh, it's worth the extra little bit. So,
0: (laughs) moral of the story, we did pass the well, I don't know, we passed the two hour threshold. Probably but ended. that that may be the total time, including the few minutes we were testing out.
1: We tested for like three and a half minutes. So yeah, yeah. I don't
0: know if that's included on there. I don't. I don't think it is. Anyway, folks. but anyway, what's the moral of what we just talked about? Oh, that because like good Christians, all we're interested in is a moral lesson.
1: Oh yeah, um, uh, don't wrap people in blankets uh not I... just the food stuff oh the, the food stuff yeah now oh, they can okay. make up their own minds about the <laughs> oh <laughs> what's the term um i said humble humble humpling. humble <laughs> to be humbled yeah <laughs> oh. <laughs> that's a new thing now that's, yeah it's an inside joke um
0: it's gonna be an outside joke now
1: <laughs> yeah the don't don't hop on the the anti g m o movement there's there's nothing behind it. It is organic food companies trying to make a bunch of money off of you. They're gonna hunt me down after saying that. I know they will
0: make food that tastes good
1: yeah support your local places if you can get the nice organic stuff organic it the definition of that word has no meaning in terms of the government regulation i looked at right. I looked it up. As in, like, what does it mean to be organic? You, it's very like.
0: It's a very loosey goosey term. Very, very loose.
1: Yeah, I mean, they basically.
0: I encourage you to look it up. Don't just take our word.
1: Yeah, go do your own research about this. And yeah, come on. Don't um, be a scrub. No, GMOs aren't bad. They're not bad for you. They're just not as tasty. Um. So yeah. If you can get stuff that's not, go for it. But, uh, yeah, don't be scared of it.
0: Okay. I'm still going to end the show in the same way. All right. Which means everybody gives, every guest has to give a recommendation and tell me something funny. Something that made you laugh recently.
1: A recommendation.
0: Yeah, it can be anything. I recommend this album, or these speakers, or okay, you okay. should get a hat with a pocket in it, or something.
1: Oh, all right. Um, no pressure. What am I? You know, is make there it a fun. brand I'm passionate about, uh, or so that I really enjoy? Uh, ooh, a lot of the time,
0: people's recommendations are very immaterial
1: in immaterial yes that I don't have so like an activity
0: yeah sometimes
1: it's Ooh. get
0: outside or ask stories of old people or something uh but this is you this is your yeah what do you what does andrew Pain as recommend it, the listeners do
1: as pretty much i'm, I'm an introvert that's that can easily be said um i think and i'm i'm just in a weird time in my life for sure i think it's very it's very important to talk to people talk to people you normally wouldn't talk to make the jump to conversation um not only just to practice your own social skills but like go talk to strangers cuz like you could end up making some really good friends there's a lot to gain from other people they have a lot to you gain might get from married you. you might get married um it not only i mean social skills it's that it's a skill and it's wildly important in everything you do for the rest of your life um true. unless you work in it <laughs> also true <laughs> um but i it it does change you as a person um I had previously held the thought as an introvert that um, there is nothing to gain by talking with strangers, even for just a moment. And I uh, I had thought that most people don't want to be bothered when they're out in public, but I found the very opposite to be true. I found that people want community. They want to talk to others. They actually really enjoy it, um, and it makes their day. And even when shadowing a doctor... Um, Trying on my route to med school, um, I this is where my opinion changed. Um, somebody came in for um, early dementia, and something the doctor is either dementia or Alzheimer's. Um, something the doctor had recommended as a way to slow the progress and kind of take care of your brain. Um, it was a suspected um, early sign, but she's like, "If you want to tackle this early." something you can do is have conversations with strangers. Uh, As in like, you see people out in public, try to have a conversation with them because having a conversation with somebody you're familiar with, you don't use that much of your brain or any creativity. It doesn't, it's not hard for you, but talking with strangers actually really engages your brain. And so that's an activity that a doctor recommended for a person. (laughs) with early Alzheimer's um and so that completely flipped my mindset as when I'm washing my hands in the bathroom some old guy starts talking about the weather I would be a butthead and just in my mind I was like I'm just gonna shut down the conversation because there's no point this of idle chit chat with the this old man about the weather and that's that's where I was and now I'm like I'm gonna talk to him about everything I'm gonna ask him how his grandkids are I'm gonna ask him what he does with his life I'm gonna ask his name we're gonna be friends because that guy that conversation to him might be what is keeping his brain healthy and me shutting down that conversation makes that so much harder for him and you have no idea what like just your few words can do to a person and how they can affect people um and so that was my big change that's my recommendation go out talk to people talk to strangers
0: that's a good one
1: just be bold you have nothing to lose i second that yeah all Uh, right so
0: what's your funny thing
1: my funny thing okay so
0: it can be a story it can be a joke
1: all right um this is a real thing Uh, this is a real thing but it is also a joke um so (laughs) uh prepare yourself all right so here i am i'm uh I find myself late, late one night. It's probably like 1030-ish. I'm trying to go home. I've been at work way too long this day. And um, we've got a bunch of um, recreational drug users at work um, due to my job. And they're out of cigarettes and they want a smoke break. And the the study allows them to have smoke breaks. So they can use cigarettes. They can't use drugs outside of the study. Um, They can't drink. And they can't um they can't use recreational drugs but they can smoke tobacco Um, within within certain parameters so they're out and they're getting angry because you got a bunch of recreational drug users they don't get to use recreational drugs they don't get their fix and they're stuck in this clinic for several days at a time just going insane having to follow all of our rules while we, like, watch them 24-7. So I'm like, yeah, all right. i I'll get an extra half hour on the clock. Let me just go. I'll drive to Walmart and I'll buy cigarettes. have never bought cigarettes before in my life, ever. Um, so this is a very new experience to me. Um, so I drive into Walmart. And I, I drive up, walk in. I'm looking around. I don't see the, uh, the register line with the cigarettes. So I'm looking around. I was like, uh... Let me just ask one of the cashiers. I was like, hey, hey, buddy. Um, I'm buying cigarettes for a bunch of drug addicts. Uh, where do I find those? Um, and, you know, he he looks at me funny, but he doesn't question it. And I think that's the best part of that. Yeah, what's he going <laughs> to do? <laughs> uh, there's so much to unpack there, and he's probably, yeah. I mean, Walmart closes in like half an hour. I'm not trying to waste this guy's time. I'm just trying to get some cigarettes. Um, so he's like, uh, he's like, oh, we actually don't sell them in-store anymore, um, but you can find them at the gas station, so I was like, okay, great, so I get back in my car, drive to the gas station part of Walmart, uh, go up, and, uh, uh, I would like to set the scene, it is freezing cold, and it is also raining, lightly raining, um, and it's about 30 minutes before they close, I go up to this lady, um, And, you know, she's doing like her out procedures, probably counting the register doing whatever. I go up and I'm like, hi, can I buy some cigarettes? (laughs) She's like, okay, what do you want? i was like, okay, I'm going to start out. I've never bought cigarettes before, but uh, I've got a bunch of angry people and they want cigarettes from me. Um, I was like, how do I explain what I do, my whole job? and why i'm here buying cigarettes even though i don't buy cigarettes and this is my first time but that went through my head and i was like i could try to explain all of that but they probably don't want to hear it 30 minutes before close i think it's just much funnier just say like i need a bunch of cigarettes for some angry people (laughs) so i i think i went with those words um and uh she's like okay what do you want and i said uh uh can I get? Is it Marlboro? Marlboro? How do you say it? Marl, 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 Marlboro.
0: Marlboro. Um, I think I've never bought cigarettes yeah, either.
1: I, w- I go. They requested some very specific kinds, so I was like, "Oh, some 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 Marlboros," and I butchered it. Surely. Did you
0: have Marlboros?
1: Marlboro? You getting that Marlboro? <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> uh, so yeah, and then she she asked, and I wasn't prepared for this question at all she's like okay so um smoking or non-smoking no <laughs> no she was like okay uh what color and what size and mm. i'm like okay uh white and slightly above average but i don't really see how that matters right now <laughs> <laughs> what did she say uh, oh that got a good chuckle out of her <laughs> 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 it took me a second too. I was like, "Oh!" oh. Uh, and then yeah, that yeah, that made me laugh. Uh, pretty recently, that was good. But I guess they sell them in like cartons and stuff, and it's like marble blacks or reds or yellows or what all the types of colors of people that they also put on cigarette colors. So
0: don't buy cigarettes
1: cancer sticks they're not good for you hey you want to buy some death sticks death sticks you would like to go home and not purchase death sticks no 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 wow, so I, I i yeah, so, no,
0: so i'm gonna be the death stick guy okay i'm gonna say my line and then you're gonna say i don't want to wait i don't i don't t- want to buy death sticks i don't want you to no no, no you're gonna say you don't want to sell me death sticks and then i'm gonna respond and you're gonna say you want to go home and rethink your life.
1: Oh yeah, that, that's okay. what it was. You oh, don't wanna want to sell to me death sticks. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Let's you wanna go home this and rethink your life. Okay. Star Wars. okay.
0: Yeah. Hey, you wanna buy some death sticks?
1: You don't want to sell me death sticks. I don't want to sell you death sticks. You would like to go home and rethink your life. I want to go home and rethink my life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wasn't okay. Yeah. It's done. We're done. We're done. Yep. Video games make you smart.